welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You podcast. A podcast where we talk about everything that goes on with Power Rangers, including the toys, uh, convention appearances, video games, apps, and, you know, sometimes the actual show it's all based on. Uh, but uh, with you, as always, is uh, me, Joel, and with me is Kevin. Uh, and today is Saturday, September 19th. Uh, mm-hmm. Beast Morphers is back, and we're yeah. going to get to talk about that. We'll also get to talk about all the news that happened this week, and there was quite a bit um, that's all scattered, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. it's going to be fun to talk about. Uh, yeah. But before we get started, as always, um, we really want to stress again that our podcast stands in solidarity mm-hmm. with the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we've said before, this is not going away um, until systematic changes happen, until justice is served for those who have been, you know, slain by police brutality. Um, this won't go away. Um, so, again, we like to point that, you know, help out in any way you can, whether that's donating, whether that's signing a petition, whether that's marching or whether that's heading to a protest, you know. Find the way that you can help. Find the way that you know you can contribute. Um, you know, even if it's you know, uh, you know, uplifting black voices. Just make sure that you are doing something that you know can help. Um, yeah. As you know, we want to point, as always, to the kind of hub that we utilize, which is Black Lives Matters. Dot card c a r r d. Dot c o. Um. So just again, we encourage you know, be the hero in any way you can. Um. Also. Mm-hmm. Before we start the show, um, this is unplanned and unscripted. Um, I just want to say, if you are not sure if you're registered to vote, it may be too late to do so. But please make sure that you are voting. Uh, yeah. Make sure that your voice is heard. Um, you know, obviously, right now we're recording on the 19th. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has just died, which uh, means that a new Supreme Court justice will be picked. Um, I'm sure they're going to try and pick that sooner rather than later, even though they should not. Um, but what that essentially means is whoever decides that who that Supreme Court justice is will impact laws for the next probably 30 to 50 years. So yeah. if you're not voting, you're not helping decide who gets to choose that, um, and that can lead to all kinds of things. So if you're not registered to vote, if you're not planning on voting, or if you're wishy-washy on it, um, vote, please. Um, that is how you make your voice heard. That is how change can be enacted in some small way. Um, so mm-hmm. I just want to encourage that before we start the show that please make sure if you can vote that you do so. Um, you can also check your status and register on vote.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and also many states are allowing absentee ballots for those that maybe have fear of uh, being exposed to coronavirus to COVID-19. So I would encourage you if you're listening to please check vote.org, see if you're registered. If you're able to be an absentee vote, ballot, ballot voter, you can do that. So. Exactly. Um, and a lot of states are also starting early voting soon uh, or have mm-hmm. already begun so. Um, so that is another way because um, that will likely limit your exposure um, rate yeah. if you're worried about that because there will probably be less people at the polling places during the early voting times. Uh, so mm-hmm. definitely take advantage of that as well. Yeah. Uh, and if you're also concerned about um, the post, if you're worried about uh, the mail taking too long to get your vote in in time, please check up your local county clerk office. They may be able to accept your mail-in ballot by dropping it off in person. Definitely. Uh, just again, you know, 
do what you can try to impact change where you can you can be a hero as well mm -hmm. um, so to kind of start to today <laughs> to jump into the news that has happened <laughs> for this life last week uh, across the morphing grid uh the first one is battle for the grid uh lauren shiba mm -hmm. has officially released um, yes and so i uh, have you played with her yet kevin uh, yeah, I didn't get to do much because it was kind of a crazy work week, but I did get to play with her a little bit. And my roommate also has played with her, so he's given me a little bit of impressions that he has as well. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, oh, what did you think? Yeah, so Lauren is definitely very um, interesting. <laughs> so one of the things that uh, many players are seeing now is that she actually has a really wide range in her attacks. Mm -hmm. um, many people are comparing her range to what Lord Zed has in the game, but the key difference is... Lord Zed is slow, Lauren is fast. <laughs> nice. So she has a very long range of her uh, spin sword. Uh, she uses flames in her attacks. Um, she has some really interesting combo capabilities as well. She's able to really um, mess with players a little bit. She has like one attack that'll like have her move backward and like envelop herself in a flame shield. And then like she'll jump forward and like do some stuff with like a, she calls it her flame corridor. So like it's just like a giant wall of flame that comes out of the ground. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, she has a double jump, which is a unique trait for her. Um, so she can actually like change her momentum and like change direction midair. Um, so you can take out some people. Uh, she has like some little fire grenades. Like she'll do symbol power and like have fire rain on the ground, like Sakura. Um, yeah, she's very interesting. Um, a lot of people are already enjoying her. Uh, people are already making uh, TOD combos, which are called touch of death combos, which is basically from a full health bar, you can take somebody out with her alone. So um yeah people are really also a tod is also a, a continuous combo like there's not like a break and like them blocking like they cannot do anything like you're able to stop them completely from moving and you can kill them without them even guarding um yeah so it's uh she's definitely really interesting i think for in terms of representation of the show she definitely is pretty faithful to what the show depicted um being energetic and you know wanting to win and um they use several of her quotes in the show uh her super move is of course the her using her symbol power to seal somebody and then just wail on them nice. and it yeah and it uses uh her quote from the show where she's like i am the red ranger and i'm your downfall uh, So yeah like battle for the grid continues to really highlight and take from the show what it needs to be successful and um i think she's a really fun character i think people are going to really enjoy her um she's also very unique in that she is now one of two characters that can do what's called a stance change so the other one being doggy kruger shadow ranger so that's no surprise that the sword the master swordsman can do that but basically that allows you to like sheath your sword mid combo and like you can change what you're doing nice that's really cool mm -hmm. so yeah otherwise she's a great character she is available now uh, you can pick her up as part of the Season 3 DLC, which costs $15, and that also includes RJ, Jungle Fury Wolfranger, and a mysterious golden-clad woman who we don't know who it is yet. <laughs> At all, um, except everyone has talked about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also, uh, as a reminder, if you're listening, there will be a physical collector's edition that will be coming out. This is different from the limited run version of the game that came out uh, last year, I believe. Uh, these will be available in stores for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, Lauren will be included as that as an individual download instead of the Season 3 DLC, but you'll get, um, I believe, the Season 1 DLC and Lauren and the base game for like 30 bucks, which is a pretty good deal. Nice. That is really awesome. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so if you haven't picked it up yet, definitely do so. Um, also, I wanted to highlight before we move on, uh, mm-hmm. the composer and sound designer for Battle for the Grid, uh, Tony Porter, actually has been posting the music from yeah. the game and from the promos that he's done. Um, he's also apparently the voice actor for Daishi in the game, uh, and he yep. posted the full uh, little remix that he did for the Power Ranger uh, theme for mm-hmm. Lauren. It's very mm-hmm. good, so I highly recommend checking that out. Uh, and if you would add that to a playlist. <laughs> yeah, I believe he's going to try and get it on Spotify as well. And fun fact, his daughter actually voices Lauren, too. He came out and said that. Yeah, which I think is awesome. <laughs> I think it was yeah. very, like, watch your mouth, watch your memes about that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's very cool. Uh, like, I really yeah. think that's awesome. So he's in, I listened to some of the others, because uh, I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't totally played Battle for the Grid, but uh, just listening to some of the other music, and it's all very well done. Yeah, he he, he does a really good job of trying to capture, like, not only the Power Ranger spirit, but also make it fit within the realm of a fighting game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, staying within the same realm of kind of gaming area, uh, Legacy Wars has announced that Merrick will be joining the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're a fan of the Lunar Wolf Ranger, you can get him now. Uh, I, I know you and I both, like, <laughs> we're not Legacy War players. <laughs> Right. So it's I haven't like, touched it in a while. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't gone back in so long. Uh, I, you know, for people who are playing it, I'm sure this is really exciting. Like, I feel like, I think at this point, there's now three Jungle Fury Rangers, not counting uh, Zeneku, who is also there. You mean, you mean Wild Force, right? Wild Force, yeah. What did I say? You said Jungle Fury. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Animals. <laughs> No, we're fine. Animals, <laughs> something, eagle. Animal. I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> yeah. Well, because wolf rangers, we'll say that's what will will give me the credit. We're that, yeah. But yeah, there's a wild force. There's them, and because I I watched someone else. Like I saw someone post a video of like them using an, a full wild force team versus a full ninja storm team. Yeah. And I was like, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Like I, I'm. Mm-hmm. What I'd be more interested in is I, I'm curious when Battle for the Grid will kind of at least end its lifespan and if we would get like a Battle for the Grid 2 that would maybe take mm-hmm. advantage of the kind of full roster that we now have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I could see it happening with new console generations coming up. I could see it happening soon. Um, I mean, the the thing is, though, Battle for the Grid has an amazing community right now. They're, they had a tournament last night. They're doing tournaments remotely. Um I could see it happening, um, and I could see it being soon. Yeah. But part of me could see them maybe squeezing out one more season of DLC, and then they move on. So, because um, I feel like with the new consoles that are coming out, with the PS5 and the Xbox uh, Series X, they're definitely going to be looking at the future and what they can do, especially now that Battle for the Grid has become such a success. Yeah, because well, I, I definitely don't. I, I don't think they should stop at this one. And with so many characters, I think. Oh, yeah. it, because we, we've talked about this before, Legacy Wars is definitely like the springboard. It looks like for ideas for Battle for the Grid, uh, as much as they as Inway likes to pretend like they're two separate things. Like you can see the connective tissue. So I would like to see, uh, you know, characters from Battle or Legacy Wars make the jump to Battle for the Grid because there's such a wide variety. Like you could get so many different comic characters, characters from across the show. It would just it would be really nice to see those kind of make that transfer. So yeah, uh, if you're playing Legacy Wars, uh, hopefully you don't have to pay for him, but you know definitely try and get Merrick uh, and add him to your roster. Uh, so 
Uh, next on the kind of docket to talk about is uh, Hasbro has announced the schedule for the Hasbro PulseCon. Um, yes. They've officially kind of made this huge announcement. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to have special guests. They're going to have like Tenacious D and Fallout Boy mm-hmm. doing performances, yeah. which is like, all right, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that'll get yeah. like more eyes on it um, with those kind of names attached to it. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked about this before. It is really cool seeing Power Rangers up there with all those other brands. It is, yeah. Like, it's, you know, as much as people have complained and kind of crapped on Hasbro and some of the stuff that's happened um, mm-hmm. since they've taken over the brand, I, I really do think it's really awesome that, like, something like this can exist, you know, since comic conventions aren't happening, you know, since there's yeah. not really a way to draw attention to them. You know, they're, they're, they're throwing that out there with Star Wars and Marvel, and then, like, Power Rangers mm-hmm. is right there, so it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyhow, so the news is uh, panels were revealed for Saturday, September 26th. Uh, mm-hmm. The con itself starts at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time and goes to, I believe, like, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, yeah. They have not specified when these specific panels will be happening yet, um, just that the names of them and kind of a description. Uh, but they've told what days they'll happen. So these will both be happening on September 26th, and there will mm-hmm. actually be two Power Ranger panels. Um, the first of which is going to be the Hasbro Power Rangers panel. Um, and what this is going to be is the panel is going to be the Hasbro Power Rangers brand team, so likely the ones we saw on the last Fan First Friday. Um, yeah. And the description for it is... Join us for the Power Rangers brand panel featuring more phenomenal news and brand announcements across new Power Rangers product. Be the first to see new Power Rangers Lightning Collection figures and other products yet to hit shelves, as well as sneak peeks of upcoming items. All of this exciting news will be followed by a Q&A with the design, sculpting, creative, and marketing teams from Hasbro. Go, go, Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Like the, the, we, we, when this dropped, you and I kind of... The thing I honed in on was... Uh, be the first to see new Power Rangers Lightning Collection figures and other products yet to hit shelves. I, I do love that they put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, l- a little caddy on their part. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm curious like what those will be. Uh, yeah. I I mean, I think it's going to be interesting because um, I feel like, I mean, PulseCon, let's be real, it is going to be a giant toy commercial. Like that's, yeah. that's what it's going to be. And that's part of it. That's what Comic-Con is. Um but I think we're going to probably see quite a few things. Um, I think one thing that um, Living Ranger, Living Ranger Key, and Green Ranger uh, John posted, like I agreed with, was that they feel like they're going to clear the board, which is seeing what we know um, and what's been leaked. Yeah. So definitely, I think the Wave Seven um, rumors, I think the two pack rumors, um, I think they're going to be officially revealed for the first time. And if they are, if some of the, if some of the rumors are true, I think fans are going to go crazy in good and bad ways, depending on what, how you look at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be real here. Um, Cause they're the rumors that are out there. Are some, there's some really exciting stuff out there. Of course, it is still rumor, but um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what gets revealed. Um, I don't think we're going to see anything beyond that. So I think if fans are hoping for something brand new that they haven't seen yet or heard about yet, I, I would temper your expectations a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the fact that I mean, it is intriguing that they put in other products. So I'm curious, like what, if they, maybe there will be like a, like, they'll be like, here's all the lightning collection stuff. Here's how the sculpts work. And then they'll be like, Oh, and by the way, here's all the other power Ranger stuff we have. And it'll just be like mm-hmm. a quick flip through. Yeah. Um, 
the fact that they're talking about sneak peeks as well, I'm wondering if we won't get kind of like we did uh, for Wave, I think it was four, um, when they did mm-hmm. that one pan, like the slideshow, where they were like, here's what they'll look like. Here's a couple of figures that are coming down the pike. If they won't just like kind of get ahead yeah. of the game and be like, we're teasing everything out. Uh, yeah. So that'll be kind of, I'm excited to see what they'll do there. Um, I, I wouldn't mind if the sculptor that was on the fan first Friday came back and did the talk. Cause you know, as much as people derided that, what I did like about it is the fact that he kept like holding up the different prototypes of them posed different ways. And I'm just like, huh, I never would have thought to pose it that way. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I do think that we'll see, um, for sneak peeks, I wouldn't be surprised if we see concept art as well, um, yeah. potentially for Dino Fury. I, I would not be surprised if we see like a tease of the basic Red Ranger figure. I could see that happening. Yeah, because I mean that that's pretty easy to tease. Because I mean the suits are the suits, <laughs> right? Yeah, the the suits won't give anything away because you know what the suits are. Yeah. Uh, go. Uh, so moving on to the second panel, this is actually one of the ones that was announced uh, kind of previously. It's the Power Rangers Entertainment panel. Um, and mm-hmm. this will be hosted by Andre Meadows at Black Nerd on Twitter. Uh, you know him as Eddie, as part of the Hyperforce Power Ranger team. Uh, and the Power Rangers Beast Morphers cast will be part of this. Um, and yep. the summary for this one is, Unleash the Beasts. The cast of Power Rangers Beast Morphers will be reuniting live at PulseCon, sharing behind-the-scenes stories from the set, and talking about what life has been like being a Power Ranger. The panel, moderated by Andre Meadows at Black Nerd, will feature never-before-seen footage and a live Q&A. And if that's not enough, we'll be making a historic announcement, or should we say, prehistoric. Ranger Nation, if this panel could be summed up in one word, it would be more phenomenal. <laughs> so, um, uh, obviously, Beast Morphers is going to be the big highlight. Uh, oh, yeah. As we kind of talked about, you, the big thing is probably going to be the crossover, right? Yeah. Um, because I'm assuming the next episode will kind of tee that up, right? Maybe. Um, well, I don't want to spoil anything either. Let me pull yeah. up the episode. I'm good. I'm I'm feeling safe enough to pull up the episode list, so don't yeah. you worry. Let, <laughs> yeah. Let, let me see what I can find. Because like, well, the, and we'll talk about it here in a minute. But like, I so I know some major things, but I don't know like deep things. But yeah. we'll talk about that soon. Um, I don't know actually. I can't tell. Yeah, so... I, I'd be curious if maybe there isn't a tease with the episode that airs next week, um, and mm-hmm. the, this panel is then them kind of being like, "Oh, hey, here's this huge thing." Um, I would like to see the never before seen footage, um, because I I hope they just show off this cast kind of, you know, behind the scenes hanging out, because like even yeah. uh Lana who plays a uh, Roxy posted that video mm-hmm. of her and Colby getting ready yeah. and i was just like i yeah. would just like to watch these people interact because they're all very charming yeah, they're all very sweet so like yeah they are i would love to just see all that and get to see them interact uh and i mean they're really stressing that prehistoric thing so i'm wondering mm-hmm. you know if it's not just the crossover information if we won't get the official cast reveal for right. dino fury uh mm-hmm. but that'll so we'll, we'll, we'll get to see uh, yeah uh, but uh, you know this is all coming september 26th so next weekend mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so uh, yeah well i will say real quick too because assuming this is going to be on youtube or something like that there'll probably be a chat room if you've seen the dino crossover mm-hmm. if you've seen future episodes don't ruin it for the people in the chat that maybe haven't seen it yet there's probably going to be people like kids that didn't know the episodes aired overseas on these chat rooms 
do not spoil it for them. Don't be that fan. Like, yeah. if you if you wanted to go that far, great. But like, don't spoil it. Don't don't ruin the fun because this is for the Beast Morphers Rangers cast. Like, this is going to be probably their last hurrah, and we should respect that and let them have their moment. So, yeah, maybe not. Treat them with respect. Yeah, yeah you know, mm-hmm. this cast is wonderful. There's no reason to be mean to them. Uh, or to the fans that haven't gotten to watch it yet. Exactly. Be be respectful. Uh, so, moving on, uh, in other convention news, uh, Renegade <laughs> Game Studios has also kind of announced their panel for their convention that they'll be doing online. Uh, so, October 10th, uh, it, so the panel, the convention itself will be online from October 9th through October 11th, um, but mm-hmm. the big panel that they've stressed to Power Ranger fans to watch out for is actually happening on September or Saturday, October 10th at 4 p.m. Uh, to 5.30 p.m. Uh, and it's going to be Renegade's Big News Shakedown. It'll be hosted by Terry Latorco, who is, uh, you know, if you've been in the Power Rangers group on Facebook, you definitely know who she is. Uh, and the description for this one, it is, it, it is time to let Scott loose with Big News Shakedown. What is coming up soon from Renegade and what is next? So... Uh, this is probably where we're going to get to find out what that Power Ranger game is that they've been teasing. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think that's a safe thing. That's the big thing. Um, yeah. And since this is happening at the like second weekend of October, I'm willing to bet this is also when those uh, pre-orders for the Squat and Babu mm-hmm. pack, for the Legendary Rangers Forever Ranger pack, uh, for mm-hmm. the Villain pack will all go live. So. Yeah. I'm willing to bet they'll touch upon that. I hope they also get to show off some like wave three teases, mm-hmm. uh, or phase three teases is what technically what it would be called. Uh, yeah. So it, this is exciting. Uh, more Power Rangers here, the Heroes of the Grid stuff coming down the pike. Uh, and you know, by time that you know this Renegade convention goes live, we might even have the Rise of the Psycho Ranger packs in. Oh yeah, I. I'm fairly certain that Rise of the Psycho Rangers will be in hand by the time the convention happens. Yeah. So it'll be very exciting. So, like, you know, if you're a big fan of the board game, which, you know, obviously both of us are, uh, definitely mm-hmm. check this one out and kind of find out what Renegade has planned for us and, you know, what doom they're going to bring to our wallets. Right. <laughs> uh... oh, it's sad but true. It's We, we laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, do you have any food? Like, I know we've talked about Heroes of the Grid before. We've kind of like, yeah. mentioned, is there anything you kind of hoping that it'll so be? So I'm actually, I'm actually not expecting much of Phase 3 because, I mean, I feel like most of Phase 3 is probably still in the planning stages. If they show anything, it might be a blurred photo, but I, I don't know. I... I Part of me feels like the main focus is going to be on the new game because they're really going to hype that up and they're really going to want people to focus on that. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I we'll see what happens. Um, I think for Phase Three, I'd love to see um, some more teams outside of the Saban era. Like you know, we talked about the Dino Charge Rangers. I think that'd be really fun to see. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But I mean, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Yeah. And, I, and I've been thinking about it, too. I wouldn't mind seeing the Beast Morphers team get the Heroes of the Grid achievement. Because getting mm-hmm. a little, like, evil Blaze and evil Roxy <laughs> yeah. miniature, I would love that. 
so yeah, I I I definitely don't think we'll get like we'll find out anything big as far as wave or phase three. What my mm-hmm. thought is maybe they'll tease it and be like, hey, a Kickstarter will launch, you know, January twenty twenty one. You know, be on the lookout. Or yeah, you know, I think we'll get some kind of tease like that. But definitely, I think the big news will be whatever this game is supposed to be that they're going to be dropping on us. Mm-hmm. And let's hope it's not super expensive. <laughs> It will be. It will be. Yeah. Uh, but but we're they got us. They got us. Uh, <laughs> so uh, moving on to the next thing, it's lightning collection time. Uh, yes. This one is short and sweet, but um, <laughs> Dino Thunder white helmets are being received. So yes. um, this is for anyone who has gone out and uh, reached out to Hasbro through their customer care portal. Um, and logged um, a kind of ticket with them, people are starting to get their replacement helmets with the black outline. Yes. Uh, it looks um, pretty good from the picture that has been posted. Yeah, no, I think it looks fabulous. Um, yes, I believe I saw a post that it was in uh, the UK, um, so I believe it's probably there right now. I don't know if many US fans have gotten it yet. I'll check my mailbox later today. Maybe it'll be in there. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it definitely looks really good. I think it definitely... It makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I think kudos to Hasbro for owning it and saying, you know what, we messed up and here's a replacement helmet free of charge. So, mm-hmm. um, but that being said, you know, be patient. Your helmet will arrive shortly. Just because you don't have it yet doesn't mean it's the end of the world and it doesn't mean that Hasbro doesn't like you. So, yeah. Hang in there. Yep. These things take time. <laughs> Um, so that kind of like quickly, uh, <laughs> kind of summarizes everything that's been going on in the week, but Hey, Beast Morphers is back. Yes. We got, oh my gosh. We got a new episode <laughs> this morning and both Kevin and I have watched it. Um, yes, we have. So this is season two, episode nine. Uh, the title of the episode is the Evox Snare. And the kind mm-hmm. of uh, log line for this one is Grid Battle Force shuts down the Morphax Towers to lure Evox into a trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a very high concept of what has happened there. Uh, so mm-hmm. before we start, if you have not watched the episode, we are going to go into spoilers. Yes. Um, and so... There is kind of a big thing that happens in this episode. Uh, it'll big ish uh, if you're a fan of the show, it's big ish. Uh, just mm-hmm. if you if you want to stay spoiler free, don't listen to this yet. Go watch the episode, then yeah. come back and listen to us. Uh, yes. But so, with that said, what did you think of this episode, Kevin? Oh gosh. Um. So let, let's talk about the episode itself first. Um, of course, the plot is is smart. They know that Evox has to survive off of the Morphex um, with the revelation that uh, Mayor Daniels has been infected with the Evox virus um, and is possessing his body. They kind of realize, like, oh, Evox is damaged by human DNA, so he's going to die if he doesn't get more Morphex. And so it's a really smart and really clever way for them to lure him out. Yeah. Um, um, it, just to jump real quick, Kind mm-hmm. of messed up too when you see Evox like stumbling 
like when he finally appears in the episode yeah. he's like shuffling and like obviously very weak i was like wow they're starving him this is like kind of messed up it is but i mean you know it's <laughs> it makes sense it does make yeah. sense um but yeah. yeah that is kind of the crux of the episode is them trying to get lure evox mm-hmm. out yeah um so I'll, I'll say this like the um the action the acting like it it was good to see them back and it really reinforced for me and reminded me just how fortunate we are to get beast morphers compared to some of the stuff we've gotten over the past few years mm-hmm. not to dunk on any past seasons not to dunk on um the actors and the job they did but just as a whole you can feel that there's something different about beast morphers you can feel that like they have really poured everything they could into this to make a strong show in my opinion um like i think of uh just the general story beats like whenever they fought the monster and like blaze and roxy were stealing the um the tanker that had more effects in it um quote unquote uh and then after they destroy the truck like you see scrozzle and he's like oh that's where it is okay and like for a second there i thought okay maybe evox is getting the upper hand and then like zoe's on top of the truck and she's like he took the bait and i'm like oh okay so they're doing like so it wasn't just them like relying on one moment to be the trap and like the shows that they were thinking things through yeah, it was it was very well done as far as like mm-hmm. the the Rangers having forethought in how everything yeah. works. Um, yeah, um, and then I think uh, with the Evox plot and with you know with the actor that plays uh, Mayor Daniels, like he did a really good job when Evox switched back over to Mayor Daniels and like trying to trick uh, Devin. Yeah, uh, it was definitely a really good moment. Like it. It just showed it was really, really well done. Um, and shout out to Rory because he played Devin so well in this episode. Like he did such a good job. Like I got to give him a shout out. Like he was the MVP for this episode for me because like you could tell that he was not only panicking but he was hurting. Yeah, um, and I think they did a good job. Um, there's a scene early on in the episode where uh, Devin is kind of put at odds with the team because the team is like, mm-hmm. "Well, we have to stop Evox." In- Devin is like, yeah. well, we have to save my dad. Um, and there, right. there's that. I think that scene had a lot of nice tension. Um, there was a moment where like Devin mm-hmm. and Nate almost kind of argue. It's not like a full blown one, but it is kind of this moment of tension that I really yeah. liked, uh, mm-hmm. and it was good. Uh, yeah, well done, with both well actors. Done. Um, I will also give an MVP to Commander Shaw because she's all over yes. this episode. <laughs> oh, she was so good. Like I, I was like, she. You could tell that she was having fun. Like. Yeah. um she definitely she was she was loving it i i'm so happy for her <laughs> yeah I, I love yeah and i love every time she's on screen um and my mm-hmm. favorite thing is I, and i only noticed it this episode um is so they kind of do um a thing they kind of borrow from go busters is the uh commander having two like lieutenants um mm-hmm. mind you only one of them ever really gets highlighted but i did notice both of her lieutenants are females <laughs> and yeah. i'm just like all right you, go you commander shaw <laughs> like, she's yeah, yeah. She's, she's probably uh she she doesn't always get a ton to do because um, she kind of has to be just the man in the chair sometimes um mm-hmm. but she she very much i think was motivating a lot of things um and using yeah. her kind of as the face of grid battle force was very cool this episode. yeah yeah um, it was and i will say like she had a really good moment in the episode because you know we have been in betty and you know i shout out to both of their actors um you know for cosme and uh, christina they both were fantastic um but it was just really funny when the ben and betty antics were happening in the beginning of the episode and like shaw was in there and like you know her actress um 
she did a really good job of like just the eye roll and like the side eye like she was just like she was not having it and i was just like oh that's great <laughs> yeah uh, they oh ben and betty i love them but like boy that show just likes to do just ridiculous things with both of them yeah uh, i it, that i do i do love both of those actors like both cosme and christina i think are you can tell they're they're trying their best at doing the oh yeah working with what they're they have done. yeah uh yeah so what's interesting about this episode is it technically didn't it introduce two new Power Ranger things? Uh, um, the bow with the like the like a B sex king bow thing, and then the mm -hmm. sword formation. Those were both new in this episode, right? Yeah. So the king bow was not new. That actually okay. debuted. So that was actually in um, the episode prior to um okay. the finale i believe okay. yeah so what what was new was that they combined it with the hyper blaster i think it's called um so they made like a new formation with the weapons so i'm assuming that means the toys can combine as well <laughs> um but yes the um i want to say the beast king megazord was new to the episode but i could be wrong yeah um, well like the episode didn't make a big deal about it like they pay lip service to it but it was like the quickest thing in the world um uh because mm -hmm. this episode oddly did a lot um I mean, mm -hmm. there's one we're kind of dancing around <laughs> yeah and I so think... let's let's dive into it Let, yeah. let's go ahead and dive into the to the major cameo that happened um so as if you've watched the episode you already know and if you still haven't watched it at this point you need to steer clear yeah um, run run away and i'm i'm very <laughs> excited to see what my co-host thinks of this so in this episode um we find out that there is a ranger vault um and a ranger archive so this is the first episode that really addresses grid battle force it's, it's addressed a ranger academy in the past that it has a ranger academy they have all these things in place but this is the first episode to show a little bit more into it as we find out that they have access to databases from past Ranger teams. Um, and in that, in a very surreal moment, Devin is like, I heard of a Black Ranger in another dimension that almost turned into a robot. And their doc and their leader was a doctor who helped him. And, you know, normally it's lip service. And then they just out and say Dr. K from Power Rangers RPM. Mm -hmm. Um so, Joel, what was your first thought when you heard Devin say Dr. K? <laughs> uh, so this is where the internet kind of ruins everything. I had already gotten no. teased. Yeah, I <laughs> knew she was coming. So I did not know the context for it, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I knew she appears in some way because that got spoiled by um, a Power Ranger fan account. Uh, but so I knew that was coming. But the way the show worked at it, I was very happy with. Mm -hmm. um, the second he's looking through those files and he says that, I was like, okay. Uh, it is It is funny to me that it's just very cavalier how they're just like, Rangers in another dimension. And I'm just like, so do we just all know about that? <laughs> or is that well, like something? I think, <laughs> I, I think it's something that they have to learn as part of their Ranger training. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like that's why it's so nonchalant is because, and I, I like to think that after Dimensions in Danger, um, th that was the beginning of like, interdimensional communication yeah. like it's the way of bridging everything together so. yeah it, it allows for shorthand um and kind of what this episode uses but yeah uh, the fact that they also name dropped dr k like it could have left it there and it would have been fine uh but with the, then when they're like oh hey i sent a message out to try and contact her have not gotten anything back um mm -hmm. 
when we later on in the episode get the message back, I was very happy. Uh, yeah. We get to see the actress that plays Dr. K, and I'm just like, yeah. okay. How, uh, how, did it, how did it feel seeing Olivia again? It was it was great. Uh, she looks mm-hmm. wonderful. Uh, okay. I'm glad they found a wig that looked good on her because I was a little worried. I was like, <laughs> how are they, they going to do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, and I think... If you notice in the background too, it looked really similar to her laboratory, and so I don't know if they just took a screen capture of an episode and made that like the background for her. Yeah, um, when, when she skypes in interdimensionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was definitely a nice treat. So I did get unfortunately her appearance in the episode spoiled. I knew she was coming for a cameo, but I didn't know to what extent. Yeah. Um, but when this episode aired in uh, Europe, it that screen cap was posted all over Twitter. Like I was scrambling trying not to see it. People were not tagging their spoilers but seeing it with the context was still just such a nice moment and for me as a longtime fan it just it felt really nice i i teared up a little bit i'm not gonna lie yeah um because it it was a moment that showed that you know the show is still for a younger audience this is still for kids that to be quite honest they probably weren't even born when rpm aired yeah but the fact that they did this showed that production and of course jason um Bischoff, he really pushed for this. Um, it it shows that they they cared about the adult fans. They they acknowledge like they're a longtime fans, and they're also using their continuity and their universe. And just to see it done, especially after having seen uh, Super Mega Force, which did not use their continuity well at all. Let's be honest. We 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 talked about that. Um, yeah. Just to see it was just such a nice. It was a nice feeling, and it it made me feel really happy and really emotional for some odd reason. And you know, it even seeing the Ranger Vault, like it was just a nice opportunity and a nice experience. And um, I you know, I think the scene is also very well done. Um, it is between Rory and Olivia, like the way they play Devin and Doctor K. It's mm-hmm. a very kind of like uh, you know, for a character that is uh, not great in emotional circumstances, like Doctor K is. It was kind of nice for her to have to deal with Devin and kind of see her kind of using kid gloves with him and being like okay well look I cannot help because you know she's going off into like a scientific explanation but she's like here's a thing I've heard about from your dimension is another team did a thing where they split someone Uh, I do think it's funny that the actress playing Dr. K had to say the words Xenowing and Doomwing in a sentence Mm -hmm. well and (laughs) And I'm sure she was probably like what are these like I don't know what these are well and that was really the thing that it was so surreal seeing that like seeing because it shows what Power Rangers can be if it embraces its wider continuity. Yeah. Like, it, it's what we've gotten in the comics, of course. We're used to that scene in the comics. But actually hearing the words live action saying, like, oh, Dr. K told me about these things, the Dino Charge Rangers. Like, it was nice. It was really nice. And it was a really touching moment for me as a longtime fan. Yeah. So. it's it, Two lines of dialogue connected three different series very easily. And to uh, three different dimensions. Yeah. And so, like, you know very simple uh, but yeah so this kind of leads into them using the split emitters from the dino charge uh season mm-hmm. which I, I think is a good plot device i'm kind of glad that those got oh, reused yeah. uh yeah. it's very smart it kind of solves the issue very quickly yeah uh, because you, because you know it works like it, yeah. it's worked before like it, it's a smart way of using what's already been established in the universe and with a plot point that's been reused it's a good way to do that um so i i was very happy with that i did notice this time so 
obviously the Power Rangers Twitter posted the uh, the vault scene with all the different Power mm-hmm. Ranger uh, items previously. Uh, but so this time I was kind of like really trying to like zoom in and look on everything. Um, I noticed this time around more of the SPD items that are in there, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because uh, is this pre-SPD or post-SPD? Yeah. Technically, we are we're we're real close. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The you know the at the time far off year of 2025. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> it's interesting. Kind of it was it was fun to see all those props. And again, it's that thing of like you have all this stuff. Why not use it? Um, Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was a lot of there was a blade blaster in both blade formation and gun formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there yep. was, you know, the Dino Thunder weapon as well. You know, obviously, there's a group, or they team up with certain dinosaur teams coming. So, mm-hmm. not surprising that their arsenal would be kind of yep. easily on hand. But there was also like the Mystic Force items. They, you know, used stuff mm-hmm. from Ninja Steel because that's probably all yep. laying around. So oh, yeah. it was just very nice to see all of those. Yeah props again yeah there was also lightspeed rescue if you looked closely enough oh i missed that i i i saw the rpm guns too which i'm just like did dr k let y'all have that i don't feel like dr k would let y'all have that (laughs) it was interesting because nate did um he did have a throwaway line that it's that like a lot of people i saw in comments um and i i don't know if i'm going to share my full feelings on these comments because it's i don't think today's the day to do that but um, people were talking about how it was really just not explained or like shown early enough. Um, but Nate did give a throwaway line that was, you know, when I developed the Ranger technology, I used these as prototypes and like I use these as a way to help develop it. So I'm sure that like with the Ranger Academy stuff that we haven't seen yet, like I'm sure they that Grid Battle Force had an agreement to let them utilize the technology. So yeah, it's definitely like fill in with your own headcanon it wouldn't be the first time we've had to do it with the show. And this is mm-hmm. definitely like the least convoluted one that we've had to deal with. Um, we've had Thrax and, you know, try to explain that in a clean way, or, you know, explain to me the Tanya Aisha situation, like <laughs> right. in, in, in a succinct one sentence way, like uh, that yeah. it makes sense. Like there, that, this is definitely the least messy. I think of the power ranger continuity mm-hmm. issues. I think this one is actually, it's, the right amount of a nod that we need yeah um yeah. do i think every season needs to have this it need to be inexplicably leaked to everything else no um because mm. i think it is fine for the show from time to time to shed everything and be like this season exists on its own mm-hmm. yeah um yeah but yeah i really happens. yeah i did really think this was a very strong episode there was one continuity error that i noticed yeah i did too i think everybody did yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Dev- Devin goes to leave, and then they form the Megazord, and they use a clear shot that has the Red Ranger in it. And I was like, guys, yeah, they fixed it in like a later shot, like it it did take out, but yeah, no, that was uh, in head cannon, that was him summoning the Beast X King Zord for Steel to use and giving authorization codes. That's why he was in the split screen. Yeah, that's yeah, it. uh, he went and got in uh, his Racer Zord. That's how he got back to the. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. That works. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, guys, come on! Like, that's a that's a little thing. That's a real minor thing. Like, I get it. I'm willing to bet someone was editing that episode late at night and was just like, sure, this is fine. It's good. I I definitely didn't miss anything. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, overall, a strong episode of Return from... Um, uh, before what? we move on, can we talk about uh, Steel just blowing up a truck in the middle of the road? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that. That, that just, they, we just all walked past that. I'm just like, no, no, you blew up a truck. Like, <laughs> that would cause some kind of damage. Like, yes, yeah. he killed Roxy, and killed Roxy and Blaze. Like, they were very clear that he destroyed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just... he, said it, he said it himself. He has to stop Roxy and Blaze. Yeah, I do love that it was Steel that did it, though, and no one else, because it's like, you can't be mad at the robot. The robot did it. <laughs> I also love how disposable Blaze and Roxy are this season. Like, like last season, they, I mean, it's just kind of like a running gag at this point that they just get destroyed almost every episode. Yeah, uh, they're kind of almost the bit and Betty of this, of the villain side. They get blown yeah. up and then they get brought back. Um, I am curious, so I would love to know on the production side, Did I think they must have actually dyed either Colby's hair or Lana's hair. And maybe that's mm-hmm. why we don't get regular Blaze and Roxy yeah. is because they can't cover the highlight that they put in their hair. Yeah, that probably is what it is. Um, it's just like because like otherwise there's not really a reason um, mm-hmm. from a production standpoint. But yeah, it's I, I will say I do love this cast very much. It's gonna it's gonna be sad when we have to say bye to them because mm-hmm. uh, I do think like you know they're are they all like Emmy award winning actors. No, no, but I think they are serviceable for the show that they're making, yeah. and you can tell they all enjoy doing this. Um, mm. So I, I am excited to see the rest of kind of season two and kind of see how the rest of the show wraps up. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's kind of it for that. Yeah, no, it's uh, they definitely picked a strong start for the split to happen from because it hiatus aside, like however your feelings are about it, like, yeah it was nice having the hiatus to like break that up because I feel like if it would have been back to back, it would have been okay. But like the impact really is there, especially when like they started the episode and it was like previously, like it was a really well done, like, Oh thing, so. yeah. Forgot about that. The lightning bolt thing that appears yeah. first. Yeah. I, I liked that. I was like, well, that's really cool. That's nice. I'm like, can we, can we yeah. use that going forward? Like right. it was very <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So I, I do like the little things. Um, Oh yeah, did you did you catch the little reference that Scrossel did? Yeah, I I I. Yes, I loved it. I was uh, like, oh. Well, like, it's funny too because like I don't know if you saw my post last week, but like Scrossel, if people have started noticing or not, it design wise is a reference to Finster from Mighty Morphin. So yeah, because he's cool got the that. yeah. So it's it's interesting. Like it's kind of cool seeing that. So <laughs> well, and and so kind of not to go off on a too big of a tangent, but um recently jason bischoff did that whole his what his take on a q ranger adaptation yeah. of Power Rangers would be um if they ever did bring back alpha i think campbell cooley would be a fine like voice actor to give to give alpha to um, he was he, yeah. he has he has done it oh he has yeah he was he was alpha and once a ranger wow huh. yeah yeah so he's already done alpha nice <laughs> Uh, um yeah go back and at least watch the clips of him yeah i'll send yeah. you something but yeah he in retrospect listening to it again i'm like oh yeah that's campbell <laughs> nice uh yeah i just had realized he'd been worried about it but it makes sense because like they yeah. they have a pool of actors that they're kind of utilizing um mm-hmm. 
but yeah, so that's kind of that's Power Rangers Beast Morphers is back. So I'm excited to kind of get to hang um, out with this team at least yeah. until the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that kind of wraps up our discussion for Power Rangers today. Um, you know, as always, if you want to reach out to the podcast, you can hit us up on Twitter at Made the Power Pod. Or if you want to send, you know, an email to us, you know, with suggestions, comments, reviews, uh, topics, ideas, definitely send us an email at maythepowerpod at gmail.com. And if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on social media at Thespaspunk. And where can they find you, Kevin? You all can find me on Twitter at BridgemT3. Uh, and that's going to wrap up for today. As always, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you.